on this episode of the GVA Legal Podcast. What is DST? The digital service tax is a form of tax that is applicable to income derived or accrued in Kenya from provision of services on a digital marketplace. Turkey, their rate is quite high. It's 7.5% and they think that they can make up to 750 to 840 million euros per year and the taxes that they get from DST. Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome to another episode of the GVA Legal Podcast. My name is Andrew Njenga, Kariboni Sana, I am your host. I hope that we have been well, I hope that we've been keeping safe. Um, so we here are taking a slight tangent from the current series that we're doing. We're currently doing a series on family law and um, we felt here that um, mainly for two reasons we're taking this slight tangent. First is because my one of my guests um, came down with COVID-19 so I hope she's safe, Polesana. And secondly because this new topic that we're discussing today is um, becoming very very key and pinnacle in Kenya. Uh, another thing today you have me solely um so i don't have any guests um this third wave is really doing a number on us but as i said i hope that you're all keeping well washing your hands social distancing and just keeping your families safe so let's dig in straight into our conversation today and we are discussing digital services tax dst also known as dst now what is dst the digital service tax is a form of tax that is applicable to income derived or accrued in Kenya from provision of services on a digital marketplace. So um, a form of tax that is derived in Kenya or accrued in Kenya from provision of services on the digital marketplace. Now you may want to know what digital marketplace is. That is a platform that allows interaction between buyers and sellers of goods and services through electrical means. So doing things on the internet, on our phones, we're constantly buying stuff on the internet on our phones um, via the internet. So that is what DST accrues on the services and um, goods and services that you buy on the internet, on a digital marketplace. Um, now, the reasons behind the introduction of DST, um, first of all, DST was introduced and became effective from the 1st of January of this year. So from the 1st of January, it is applicable to be paid by both citizens and non-citizens, 1st of January 2021. Now, the reasoning, um, multinationals generally pay something, a tax known as corporate income tax, where production occurs and not where the goods and services are consumed. Now, if we're talking about production of um, a vehicle, just to make it easier for you. So um, a car is being produced in Tanzania. The people making the car will pay taxes in Tanzania. But if that car is sold here in Kenya, they don't pay taxes here in Kenya, even though they have generated an income from that vehicle being sold here in Kenya. So the government realized they're losing a lot of revenue a lot of revenue was being lost the digitization of the world means that businesses derive incomes from users abroad 
and online. So that is the reason in why the government came up with the digital services tax. And it's not even the government alone. There has been a conversation of the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development. That's the OECD. The OECD. They have been in negotiations with 130 countries to adopt an international tax system. They have not reached a proposal yet, but the main proposal currently is that it requires multinationals to pay tax where their consumers are located. So that's the main basis of DST. You know, the governments all around the world have realized that a lot of online content is generating a lot of income for these businesses and multinationals, and the government is not deriving a single cent of it. Um, I just want to give you the rate of DST, digital service tax in Kenya, is 1.5%. So it's 1.5% of your gross income or gross transaction value. If you're buying something and it costs a thousand shillings online, the provider of that service will pay 1.5% of that value to the Kenyan government to carry. Um, I just want to give you some figures of different countries, um, especially in Europe, and the kind of figures they're thinking that they can generate from DSD. So France, currently, their rate is 3%. 3%. And they think that their global revenue threshold is between 750 and 840 million euros. That's 750 to 840 million euros per year. And the, the scope for the DST in France is a provision of digital marketplace, advertising services based on users' data. Those are the two main scopes that France has, the uh, digital interface and advertising services based on users' data. Facebook is very good at that. Um, the UK, the, the United Kingdom, the percentage of DST is 2% and they estimate that they can make up to 500 million pound per year globally and their scope is on social media platforms, internet search engines and online marketplace, online marketplace research. So they think they can make up to 500 million pound per year. Turkey, their rate is quite high. It's 7.5%. Um, 7.5% and they think that they can make up to 750 to 840 million euros per year on the services that they get and the taxes that they get from DST. I mean, 7.5 is quite high. I mean, um, we seem to be only competing really well with, with the UK here at 2% and we at 1.5%. But, you know, when you look at these countries, if you're looking about Turkey, the United Kingdom, France, the number of people that are online there as compared to Kenya is substantially quite different. And there are quite very, very many people now who are online in those countries. Um, one, because of um, work from home. Um, because of the coronavirus. So a lot of people in these countries are now moving digital space online. Even companies, there are companies that have closed shop in all around the world that have moved completely online, completely online. So they are generating more income 
because they are not paying for the traditional services of having an office. So rent, water, electricity, security, um, even the members of staff are now working from home or they need less members of staff because now they may not need to have somebody to come and clean the office. They may not need to have security, as I've said. So the number of staff has gone down. Their revenue has gone up because they're not using their overhead costs have gone down because they're not using the costs that are generated with having a physical office. And so these companies are making way much more money and tax is not being paid on, on the services. So DST was introduced because of that component, the digitization of the world and that businesses, international businesses are making money, not only where the goods are produced, but where the consumers are. If we think about, and that's why I've told you, um, speaking about these countries, France, Turkey, the United Kingdom, a lot of those people now are working from home. And so the digital space has moved way much more because of COVID-19. And anyway, the world is also becoming more digitized as we move along um, because we adapt so quickly in this world if something happens the way we've adapted with courts. I'll give you an example here with courts. Once um, the first case of COVID-19 was um, diagnosed last year in March. Can you believe it's been a year, guys, a year since COVID-19 hit us? Since March of last year, um, we moved very swiftly and very quickly to digital platforms um, in court that we are still using. And so um, there's a huge digital marketplace that um, attracts revenue and makes revenue for different people and they need to be paying that tax. Um, you can have two components of the DST to be paid. For an example, let me say, if you have content on YouTube that you are generating income off, if you are a singer, we have spoken about music, we've spoken about podcasts, um, being um, subject to DST. If you have a song on YouTube and you're generating money off that, you as the producer of that content will have to pay DST. That's 1.5% of the revenue that you make. And YouTube equally, because they're making money off you, will also have to pay DST. Um, so it's it it can be a, a double component, but because there are two entities earning income differently, it's not like a salary where um, I earn a certain amount of money and then my employer charges pay on my salary, but there's nobody else who generates income off the work that I do here. DST can have a component of two different people two different people um, paying that tax. When is DST paid? It's like normal tax. So for businesses, uh, all the people out there who have businesses, you know that you have to pay your taxes by the 20th of every month. The same for DST. So in the inaugural DST was paid on the 20th of February this year because it started on the 1st of January. So from 1st of January, to 31st of January, any DST that was to be paid during that time needs to be paid before the 20th of the following month. So we're now approaching April. So guys, please, if you have any digital services um, that you have provided, 
this in this month you need to pay it by the 20th of april that is by the 20th of april um i hope that makes sense it's kind of like um tax the same way the way tax just works in this country we employers and businesses businesses especially need to pay that tax on or before the 20th so it it aligns with the business income tax right who pays for dst now um i had said that dst is a form of tax that is generated or accrued in kenya from provision of services in the digital market space marketplace sorry and it became effective on the 1st of january 2021 and so now which is applicable to both citizens and non-citizens so it if you're a resident in this country and or a non-resident and you provide a digital market space and you or you a digital service provider then you need to pay dst um this so these are the three main people who can pay dst that's the digital service providers um digital mark um, marketplace providers or their appointed representatives now appointed representatives would be in a situation where a digital marketplace provider does not have a physical office in this country um when it comes to resident and non-residents residents have been defined as an individual with a permanent home in Kenya and was present within the year of income under review um or b an individual with no permanent home in Kenya but has been in the country for 183 days 183 days in the year of review or thirdly an individual with no permanent home in Kenya but has been in country for an average of 122 days in the year of review and two other preceding years so if you've been here for an average of 122 days for the year of review that is let's say because it started this year so you're in Kenya for 122 days in 2021 125 days in 2022 and 100 30 days in 2023 then you may be considered as a resident in this country now what services um that attract dst in kenya our services are quite broad um and here are the following services that will attract dst so one is downloadable digital content including downloadable mobile applications ebooks and films So if you're buying an ebook your ebook provider will have to pay DST um two over the top service um services including streaming television shows Netflix films music podcasts and any form of digital content so if we are generating money here as well hmm on this podcast um number 3 is sale of licensing of or any other form of monetizing data collected about Kenyan users which has been generated from the users activities on a digital market space so if facebook is collecting um data on us and then monetizing that data then they will pay dst and um, provision of a digital marketplace um that's four number five subscription based media including news magazines and journals 
um, I guess the newspapers, Nation Standard, will start charging. Maybe that's why it started having a subscription fee. Um, six, electronic data management, including website hosting, online data warehousing, file sharing, and cloud storage services. Whoa. Number seven, electronic booking or electronic ticketing services, including the online sale of tickets. So if we're buying those tickets for um, Koroga Festival or Blankets and Wine, which have both been suspended for because of this pandemic, um, but when things get back to normal, after we all get our jabs, after we all get our jabs, um, then the provider of those services will have to pay DST. Um, number eight, provision of search engine and automated help desk services, including supply of customized search engine services. Google falls under that, I guess. Um, number nine, online distance training through pre-recorded media or e-learning, including online courses and training. So I guess due to the schools now going online, that... Um, may mean that schools start have to pay in DST. And then a very, very ambiguous number 10, any other service provided through a digital market space. Uh, so I guess the government just wanted to encompass as much as they can into the cloud of DST. Now, um, Ups and downs, is DST a good thing? I think it is a good thing. I think um, a lot of, um, these are my personal thoughts anyway, I think a lot of um, multinationals have been generating quite a bit of money, quite a bit of money um, in the billions of um, dollars, US dollars, in income of the content that they create and pay taxes in those countries that they're created in and then provide those um, services to people outside and generate an income and then do not pay taxes for that. So I think um, even when um, with the OECD um, wanting to sit down and get people to agree on an international tax basis, I mean, that is a fantastic thing because uh, now with the digitization of the world, a lot of services and goods even, mainly services, but um, they are being, um, people are making a revenue off it without paying tax. So this conversation that the Organization of Economic Cooperation and Development is having is very key. However, now this is the kicker. Um, France introduced their DST and did a research work in the year 2019. And the United States Trade Representative in June 2020 launched an investigation into the DST in some of the with some of the um, countries that it has with some of its trade partners. Now, a lot of the online platforms that will attract DST in foreign countries, you know, um, are, are, a lot of them are American. You know, um, Amazon. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. So a lot of these um, platforms are American. And now that they're offering services in these countries and getting money off these countries, they will have to start paying DST in that country. And that, of course, renew reduces the revenue. 
that they are bringing back home to their countries and the revenue that the countries also get from the tax because now their global um, tax bracket goes down. So it just has to be a wait and um, state game. We just have to wait and see um, how this will move ahead. And um, that's it from us. I really hope you enjoy that little tidbit on digital services, um, digital services tax. So if you have any questions on anything that you have, I know this has been a bit weird because I was alone. <laughs> you can reach us out on, on Facebook. You can come into our offices. Our offices are at 56 Mudidi Road right here in Nairobi. Um, you can also hit us up on email. Our email is at info at gvlawfirm.com that's info at gvlawfirm.com you can also hit us up on twitter twitter is at gikarabadgama that's our handle at gikarabadgama or you can check out our website our website is gvlawfirm.com gvlawfirm.com i hope the little conversation that i have had all by myself which is very very weird has been informative has been helpful and i also do hope that you are keeping well and keeping safe and you know let's go out and get those jabs kwaherini <laughs> <laughs>